What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. It's your host here, Monster DeFace, bringing you guys another weekly episode. As you can see from the header of this video, it has been a huge, and we mean monstrous week for Fortnite. But more importantly, who the heck hired Batman Booga to be the social media manager for Fortnite? Uh, we'll figure out that and much more here on today's episode. But no, we're we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna be talking some uh some some lighthearted Good topics around the Fortnite community. We love to celebrate W's as we are approaching into this new season. Um, with that being said, I want to thank you guys, of course, for rocking with us, jumping in here, downloading episodes, and as always, supporting this podcast. We appreciate all your support week to week. And like I have been doing for the last several episodes, check out that Cafe Colazzo coffee shop. There is only one more week to buy the vanilla flavored coffee it is going out of uh not out of business but out of the shop uh in a week from now on the 15th that's december 15th before we introduce some new products some new flavor profiles a bunch of other new stuff we have planned it's going to be a very busy month for us here uh with the coffee business but i have the returning life of panda this week and svg joining us for another week's episode of Fortnite. let's jump into it man what's up panda Hey, man, listen, happy to be back on the podcast. We missed a week before the event and everything. Now we get to talk about the event, talk about the new chapter. I'm, I'm pumped. This is going to be a massive episode. Heck yeah. And of course, SVG joining us. How's everything, bro? The boy's been busy, but good to be busy. Excited to be here with the new season. Was just playing before we jumped on. Absolutely. I apologize if there's a slight buzz behind me. If for whatever reason I have the AC on for the, the office is just a little bit uh, uh, cranked with the heat in here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, let's jump into these new season thoughts, man. Um, Panda, let's start with you. Did you get to sit down, watch and enjoy this event? I saw some creators like I think Courage had tweeted out like for the first time ever. He was actually uh, kicked out of the event. He didn't get to load in to watch it in real time. So how was your experience with the live event? Uh, it was great. I, I've, I'm very fortunate that I have the experience, right? I've done these events so many times before, and I was basically in a place where it's like, okay, I need to log in at least like an hour, hour and a half ahead of time, right? Basically, if you didn't log in an hour, an hour, uh, an hour, maybe 45 minutes, but mainly an hour before the event, you weren't getting in because I logged in an hour, like just over an hour, and I had a 30-minute queue. And I know people that lo tried to log in five minutes after me, 10 minutes after me, they didn't make it into the event. So it was um, definitely packed wow. as anticipated, right? Obviously, all the hype from, from the OG Fortnite season led into what is that event. So uh, I'm not surprised, but I am at the same time surprised that they couldn't find a way to like maybe adjust the the capacity in the servers. I don't know. There's there's things that that maybe could have been done, but it's so hard to anticipate stuff like that. However, the event was incredible. Uh, I I thought it was top notch. I felt it felt a little short and a little like it wasn't as story focused as we're used to with some of this stuff, which was I I don't know. It's not bad, but it's not like it's not as great either. But overall, the event was so cool to watch. The concert was really cool. Obviously, the announcements for LEGO Fortnite, uh, Fortnite Festival, and the Rocket Racing um, was super cool. I'm pumped to try all of those here this week. Um, I have a wedding this weekend, 
So I'm literally like waking up tomorrow morning <laughs> uh, on the 7th and I'm going to play as much of the, the Lego Fortnite as I can. And then I'm hopping in the car and driving 13 hours to a, a wedding. So Yeah, and, and that Lego Fortnite is probably going to yeah turn everyone's experience straight upside down. Who knows mm-hmm. uh, what's gonna what it's going to feel like, how it's going to play. Um, obviously, we have a lot of improved changes air quotes around the word improved i was gonna i was gonna reference that as the new movement and the feel of the game there is definitely a different feel in the game and we'll talk a little bit about um that and and everything that has developed as far as the conversation around that um svg did you see the numbers on twitch the numbers surrounding how many people were consuming Fortnite, not only just like you know on the google trends like we're not just talking search results i'm talking about live dude ninja alone had almost half a million viewers live on twitch the day of the live event yeah, and so there was we more chilling. on youtube yeah we were chilling in, in a call me panda lash jacob jumped in for a little bit and i think we peaked just over 12 million in the game and it seems like that was literally the most amount of people Fortnite could handle playing the game so it could have been way higher and then also all the creators that were watching shout out to Fortnite having a cap because this probably got way more viewers for them um but it was like a million total concurrent viewers on twitch and then like three million on youtube i think um uh laser beam yeah laser beam had like 800,000 900,000 almost a million peak viewers which is absolutely crazy. So like all together just between those there's like 15 million people watching this live and then the millions and millions and millions of views that came afterwards because I I know that one I went back and watched videos about it. Also, did you guys see the sphere in Las Vegas? Yes. Yeah. And that of that was even cooler than the event itself to me because it was the event but then like projected on the sphere i yeah that was so cool definitely dope when i tuned into twitch actually i don't know if you had the numbers not even backwards but your numbers are definitely way lower than what i saw i saw 3.3 million live viewers on twitch alone 500 of those thousand were on ninja's channel um almost 200k on Clix's channel there was like 110,000 on Mongrel. I don't know, dude. There was just hundreds and hundreds of thousands of viewers on English-speaking channels, not including all the Spanish-speaking channels and, you know, that entire community of, um, you know, all, all the other languages that were that were live at the time that, you know, I have filtered out of my algorithm. So it was uh, it was a pretty pretty ridiculous show out, man, for, for the live season event. So clearly there's a lot of interest there. And to think that this all continued to trend upwards since the announcement of OG Fortnite, it has, it's not like any other season in the past where like, oh, new season was announced, hype hits, things kind of simmer down, die down as the patch went on. No, this patch has only continued to almost reach a boiling point right now in player base. And I'm not sure if we're at the peak just yet, uh, but it has little more room to go as again panda mentioned tomorrow <laughs> is lego uh collaboration being announced in game panda so i can imagine that tomorrow shoot we might see another tweet from fortnite like dude we just broke 110 million players in december yeah. right like something crazy that's that's kind of what i'm looking at right i'm like okay we hit these peaks with one core game mode right the battle royale now we're gonna have three additional like true game modes a survival game mode out of the lego fortnite we're gonna have the the like guitar hero style game out of uh, uh, fortnite festival and then the racing game out of rocket racing like 
it truly is going to, I think, just blow numbers out of the water long term. Like we're going to look back and, and see these peak numbers and be like, wow, that was nothing compared I think, to where we're at now. I think people are sleeping on the potential of the Lego collaboration in particular. If you look mm -hmm. at the trailer, like you said, it looked like almost a survival style, like Animal Crossing style. You farm resources, um, that that uh, persistent data, right? Like all these little changes that they've been adding into Fortnite Creative over time. I feel like we're going to see the peak version of what is possible with the game products you can build within the unreal you know um universe if you will right like this platform as a game engine i think we're gonna see very high quality products come out of that now i would be more interested to see if those worlds have different features that are not enabled in the other creative worlds almost giving them leverage on the player base side that would not surprise me because what it looks like they have built just seems well beyond the scope of anything we've almost seen created up until right now. So I want to see if there are more features that are unlocked there or maybe even additional memory bandwidth, right? Because a lot of our creators are creating within a almost a confined box, right? There's a certain memory cap. There's a certain limitation to the tools they can use. And to add to that, I don't think any of these were made in UEFM. You think they're, think oh, these... so you think these are just game products that were hard built out just as mm -hmm. a showcase as to, hey, Fortnite in-game is going to host, literally host stuff almost on a cloud. Yes. So somebody made a comment about LEGO Fortnite being three years in the making. Whoa. And so that's obviously far before UEFN was even like thought to start development, right? It was probably a thought at that point but and maybe early development of UEFN right but they've been working on this since beforehand so i think we're seeing full games created these are actual full live games that they live in the Fortnite ecosystem but they far surpass any memory bandwidths or anything that UEFN creators would hit and so i also see these games being fully supported like like a lego game would on a console right or like a racing game like a need for speed game or any of these other games that would come out they're going to get fully supported in the same ways that the br is supported so stay tuned because i fully believe these are standalone games that are, are unreal based but they're not unreal fortnite based interesting what was your take on the game modes coming out um svg do you think they're going to be like i said kind of similar to spin-off creative products that are capable within the unreal or do you think they're closer to standalone products, their own assets, almost their own IP to some degree. So I think they are built in Unreal and whether or not they're in UEFN or not, like it's all the same engine that they were built on. It's Epic Games products that they're building on top of. So I think they'll all be like synced. And I think we'll slowly get the ability to have these things trickle into UEFN for just general creators. But, like, there's no way we have the ability to do some of these things that are coming out based on, like, what I've seen so far. Um, obviously, if you build it out fully in Unreal and then, like, port it into Fortnite, that's a whole different story. But I, I do think these are totally standalone products that have then been developed to work within Fortnite instead of, like, vice versa, where you built it in Fortnite and then... Now you're having it standalone within the game. 
Well, it's definitely clear that there is a lot of player interest in the game right now. These products are dropping, or these these game modes essentially are dropping tomorrow, like literally as of this recording here. Th this weekend's going to be very, very oh. cool to see unfold. Um, and and let's just again wrap up this new season kind of launch with the the success. Over a hundred million players uh, played and and launched Fortnite in November. When they say one hundred million, I think that's unique individuals on different um you know consoles and pcs logging in to play fortnite which is a incredibly large almost unfathomable number for a, a game to have as far as a player base like that and that's not even talking yeah. how many times fortnite was played right that's probably in the in the billions or something or like you know in the hundreds of millions i really should say uh, at that point but Pretty, pretty incredible statistic for Fortnite right now. Well, and remember, before this, we had that that statistic going around. It was 250 million uh, logins, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's based on, uh, like, this 100 million number, I think, is based on IP. So I think there's, like, I think it, I don't think it's, like, individual logins, per se. I think it is actually genuinely, like, confirmed. There's no multiple accounts being logged in, type B, 100 million uh, which is just an insane number to think about, uh, and and props to them, continuing to break records. I think between us, a little conspiracy theory here. I think they had higher numbers mm. at one point in the game, but those public those numbers weren't public. So live on the hype of the more public numbers now, uh, because they they even kind of hyped up like, oh yeah, six million. That's our peak. Like we've never done that, but like we also know that marvel event had 12 million travis had 11 million and like so there there's and, and they weren't specifying like mm. uh non-event days right so i think um i think this new realm of transparency from fortnite is really cool uh even on socials like yeah. they they today at like shortly before us recording this they're putting out tweets about how they're adjusting the speed and movement because people uh, haven't found it to be the best change they've seen in a bit so they're already adjusting speed and doing some other things like the communication has been unreal from fortnite and it, it just continues to to grow interest in the game when you see like this is so smart from them when you go on socials and you see fortnite tweet about 100 million players like that's just unreal yeah and what, what Panda's trying to say is there were definitely way more during World Cup. So just just imagine that. Mm -hmm. uh, now, <laughs> but we don't know. We don't know. We'll uh, and we'll probably never know. Uh, but still, uh, pretty insane. Let's talk about let's talk about that topic. Let's talk about how Epic has been responding to the backlash. Fortnite in particular, like you said, you, uh, is it the main handle that was actually tweeting that out, or was it like Fortnite competitive yes. or status? It was actually no, the Fortnite game. Wow! If Fortnite game sent out a tweet, that is their biggest social handle. What we like to call premium marketing space. They never use that handle to really address concerns. Normally, it's a celebratory handle. So if uh, if they're pushing something out of there, they mean a serious business. With that being said. Fortnite did drop the update, and like we said, they changed some of the animations, but that in turn came with some of the fluidity in the movement or some of the movement that players have grown to love. And I also believe that they um, outright confirmed that they slowed the movement speed down by a bit, but in turn increased the stamina regeneration and how much stamina you had. So they did do some 
balance is there. And I think that was a very, very bad uh, idea and a step in the wrong direction. In fact, the best analogy that I saw SVG was someone pulled up um, H1Z1 and they basically said, look at the comparison of when H1Z1 season three had what we like to call the vanilla standard movement, right? That we fell in love with the game. And then look at these changes and how quickly they literally killed their game. Um, so it, it's, it was a great, I think, a great example of this has happened before, guys. This is one way to like just delete your momentum, um, and it seems like they're yeah. jumping back on that now. Yeah, I think the easy thing to... It was very easy to say this is trash, and I think anyone that's played the game, you go in, it doesn't feel right. And that's... We're, we've all played Fortnite now for five, six years, and you change like the base level mechanic. It just doesn't feel natural anymore. Um, I'm not saying over long term it's bad, but they had to expect negative feedback right off the bat because you're changing something that's so core, and it's not even like a build, zero build. It's literally anybody that plays Fortnite has now this new movement, which just feels clunky when you're playing it for the first time. So they obviously heard all of that and it wasn't just the competitive community this time because typically the complaints come from either the casual community or the competitive community it seemed like everyone was all against what had been put in the game and you clearly see that fortnite's like okay we have to change the way we're doing things this didn't work and okay we we've done this now how do we find that happy medium because there's no way they just fully revert this they've as we've seen had somebody at least one person working full-time for a year on this change so they're not just gonna like throw it to the side so there will be some kind of change but i doubt it goes fully back to what it was before and, and just to add into that to kind of give you a, another I guess, layering point, a summary, if you will, of this movement change. They also increase the speed at which you strafe, but again, not necessarily the speed of which you walk backwards or walk forwards. It was, again, all of this tested and, and a whole bunch of threads opened um, all over yeah. online, just kind of chatting about these changes. And it's, it, it is a very confusing one to think that someone missed the numbers here or, yeah, created something that just that didn't line up. Um, obviously, it was play tested and some group of whatever employees thought it felt good and pushed the patch through um but players know better you know immediately you have muscle memory on your timings your beats the way the game feels um so yeah it, it has to get changed i saw a uh video of someone doing free builds on on twitter trying uh with a new movement it looks so bad now as well so i don't think they tested like what it looks like when like an insane player does it but i could imagine that if you put that in the spectator account dude like it looks stiff on the live client on the spectator account it's probably gonna look even worse so i'm a little bit af afraid of what it's gonna turn out to be on live client um i really do hope we see some changes in in the, the form of speed and I, I get it maybe the animations won't be disappearing but um yeah something something's got to give here and uh, this has to be one of the few times Epic kind of collectively accepted an L from the community in a, in a gracious way, if you will, right? They're, they've been pretty mm. pretty nice about it. Like, okay, yeah, no, we messed up. Like, we, we hear you guys. <laughs> we got to change something. Um, obviously, we don't know what direction is going to go in, but 
it is it is good to see that they know when to bow out of a fight. And this is one of those ones where, you know, maybe for the double pump, they they took it to the grave and they killed the game once. Uh, maybe this time they're like, all right, we, we get it. We know what can happen. Uh, we'll change this thing. Yeah, and, and to be fair, like, it, this was such an insane change. Um, even for me, like, I'm not a fan of the change, right? But it also sparked one of the most vicious attacks, like, we have ever seen on devs ever, right? And it sucks. It was such a disheartening thing to go on the timeline and watch the way that people were responding. It is one thing to say, like, you don't like the change. Like, I, I'm saying it right now. I don't like the change. I, I wasn't a fan of it, right? Like, some of the animation uh, changes are super cool. I do like some of them, right? But I don't like the core change to the speed. And I think that's the biggest piece that most people are talking about, right? But when you're a part of, like, when you commit so much time to a community and you look at this community as as somewhat family in some ways, and then you go on there and you see some of the people that, like, you interact with on a regular basis or you talk to or whatever – and they are just spewing the most embarrassing stuff on the timeline about this. Like to the point where this poor dev that, that worked on the animation got doxxed. Like mm. this, it's just, it's not okay. Like, and so I, I want to make sure we preface this with like, listen, the, the movement adjustment, it is a drastic change. If you play the game, it is definitely going to feel clunky it is not going to feel natural. And it, I don't think in any amount of time for me personally will make it feel natural um, just because of the way that it looks. It, it's very PUBG-esque. Um, somebody and I were talking about it like, like that. But um, I hope at the end of the day, obviously with constructive feedback, these things change and they already are starting. But I also hope this community has a wake-up call uh, for a second and realizes, guys, like we can't be actually attacking people over a a video game like mm -hmm. this is a video game people like what and i think that shows the immaturity of this game is you have well one hold on there's so many people that just bag on people that are getting bagged on the internet just because it's fun and because they see it as a game in itself so once it started then you have all these other people just join in that may have zero. They may have never even touched Fortnite, and they could just be like, yeah, let me join in in this. This is fun. This guy's getting destroyed on Twitter. Let me see if I can make some quippy comment to get some likes. And then there's that. Then there's also the people that play the game all the time that are have no business saying, you know, distasteful, destructive things against this person because at the end of the day, this is just a dude doing his job people claiming or like calling for him to get fired, saying nasty things about him. Like guys, don't take this personally. He's trying to do his job. He's trying to pay his bills. He's doing what he's been asked to do. Like in no way should we full on be attacking people like this just because something happened in a game. And now you are able to find out which person actually did it. So relax, Calm your horses. I hope we learned something. Go watch Panda's video about it and stop being idiots. Yeah. So and just so, to add to that real wait, quick. Real just, quick, Panda, before mm -hmm. you go off, because um, there are two two things I just want to address really quickly. Yes, Panda did put out a very eloquent, a great five-minute video kind of recapping the entire topic and jumping into it. But if you are listening and you didn't kind of catch along, what we're talking about is the change that came to the game sparked such a huge controversy because of, again, the negative um, response to it, people not enjoying it, and the dev that 
proudly claimed to have worked on this on Twitter publicly was then founded out, ousted on social media. And, and these are the things that came about from him almost taking acceptance in his proud work. So he kind of, you know, just in celebration was like, dude, I worked on this, this dope, you know, new animation, all this stuff. It's been a, a long time in the making. And folks found him from the Fortnite community. And then that's where all these again cascading topics that you're hearing uh come out kind of began um I, I think we jumped a little ahead without giving the the preface so i want to just yeah. catch everyone up there um that's kind of what happened and uh go ahead panda i know you have more to add on to it because yeah this is just, it was pretty disgusting behavior honestly all around yeah and that's my bad because this has been burning me up for the last <laughs> couple days like uh it, it took me like yesterday I, I was sitting there with emily and i'm like I can't sit on this anymore. Like I originally I was going to make the video today and I was like, I'm not waiting. Like, let's go upstairs. Let me film this. Like I need to get this off my chest. Cause it was, it was actually burning me to my core. And the worst part is there are like, and this is the biggest problem with this whole thing. And I think this is why it got so big. There are people with genuine influence, right? Who came to this guy's post and made comments about it. And what you don't realize when you have, this this level of exposure in your brand, right? When you are just massive and you have a following, you can say anything just even remotely negative and you have now caused and drawn that negative community to the to a person that doesn't deserve to get any kind of hate or or doxing or just vicious and violent actions towards because you wanted to make a quippy uh joke about this or any kind of negative comment about it, whatever the case may be. So as a pro, as a content creator, like one of the biggest challenges I give out to anybody that might be listening to this now. And, and I said it in the video too, is like, take a moment to understand your power as a creator and the influence you have as an individual. It is so, so important because on, on a platform like Twitter, for example, if you comment, if you like, if you retweet, you are sharing like, mass information to anybody on Twitter. It, yes, it's not just retweets. Like you can literally like a post and now that post is in front of probably a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand more people, right? Like it, it is actually that easy to do. And so for the content creators and the pros who are on this guy's post talking about is this guy real? This, that, and the third, like, and then of course even queasy making comments about stuff too is like you have to be careful because as soon as you do that, you activate a group of individuals who follow you and, and essentially give them permission to do their worst. Yeah. And there's and always going to be crazies. Like you have yes. to assume that like, say you have a thousand followers. One of them is probably crazy. So assume that one of every thousand is going to do something that you wouldn't want them to do and act accordingly. That's pretty messed up. You're talking about people with hundreds of thousands of followers interacting with these posts. So it kind of shows you um, how quickly you can expose uh, people to toxicity, negativity, and honestly, just in general to the to the timeline. And, and yeah, so we, we saw that happen. Um, like I said before, go to Life of Pandas Twitter to see his uh, his post on it. You you actually. Um, got really great responses, and it seemed like the community um, kind of heard your perspective and 
hopefully they take it as a learning lesson. I did even see folks like Queasy jump in there, and I don't know if he was trying to defend himself or give his reasoning as to why he would ever say something so stupid publicly and not really yeah. yeah recognize the magnitude of his of his social presence but some people just don't really understand how influential they are and they may mm. never understand and and you know it might be too late by the time they start to figure it out but um just yeah. on that on that topic of like you know stuff going kind of crazy uh did you guys see what happened with galaxy racer uh, apparently they yeah. <laughs> back owe a lot of money to different creators including one of our favorites you know uh older professional players out there and fishy um she actually was one of the few creators that is old a fair amount of salary is so much in fact that news articles picked this up blasted it on their timelines calling out gx racer calling out i think the ceo waleed singer or Zinger, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he was publicly, you know, commenting back and forth, like, hey, we're going to, you know, get this person taken care of, etc. So he was acknowledging the fact, like, they screwed up and they owe people money. Um, I mean, this is this is a pretty, pretty big headline because GXR had quite the year. You know, there was a time when they signed Teak and tons of great creators. And to bring more context to that, so they had the Her Galaxy... It was like a, a female-branded, North American-based part of their Galaxy Racer big umbrella. And back in June, so this has been several months. It was either June or July. Either way, it's still been a long time. People had not been paid. And come up until last week, they threatened to file a lawsuit against them and file a class action lawsuit to get paid because they were told they were going to get paid last week. It was like Thursday or Friday and no payment had been made. Allegedly, there has been some payments made since. Um, but I'm, I'm reading Waleed Singer's statement right here. He said, we had delayed payments, but no one has been left unpaid and there never will be. I highly doubt, like it's been months, dude. Mm -hmm. This is now like way past the point of you being like, no one's ever going to be unpaid. You, you screwed up. Admit it, don't try and claim this didn't happen because people were unpaid and you can't just pay them like months later and claim this didn't happen. Nonetheless, the, the reason we brought this up too is because they also closed down GXR Elite, which means Queezy, Malabuka, Zanko, Mama Benzi, Benji Fishy, uh, I believe Reddish. Reddish and the Peach Cobbler were also mm -hmm. GXR. So all of them are now no longer signed with them. They stated this following, you know, it's a business as the reasoning and just another org to leave Fortnite. That, that's what it was that I read. It said the org has promised to find their EU players from GXR Elite a new home and pay Mama Benji Fishy what she's owed. So I don't know why they decided of all the people to like, <laughs> and don't worry, we'll pay Mama Benji. Like, I don't, I don't know why that was a part of it. That's kind of why I guess it stuck out in my mind. I had to go find the, uh, the post there. But yeah, I feel like it's just such a bizarre change of events, and it it almost shows you the volatility of esports and gaming in general. This was arguably one of the what we viewed from the outside looking in most established organizations. They clearly had funding. They were doing pretty great things, expanding into new territory, launching new branches, and then overnight, um, cut tons of staffing. And then shortly after, follow through with this uh, closing of the entire uh, organization. Yeah, and let me add to this. Um, did you guys see Arab's comment? 
What did the, what did he uh, say? Because I wanted to bring him up. He's one of the so, few creators I got to talk to. I think he was owed a lot of money at some point. So yeah, so I never I never got to directly talk to him about it, but we, him and I had like a, a few uh, exchanges where he discussed like he's like just stay away from Galaxy Racer type beat, and then um, in the post, like if you look in the article, the <laughs> the person that was writing the article actually reached out to him for comment, and his comment was "f Galaxy Racer," <laughs> and, and and they put it in the article. So like if you if you look for it, it's kind of funny. So clearly, there's a lot of animosity towards him across the board. Um, I, I definitely kind of uh, something just didn't feel fully right about them. I, I know the the guy that was running NA, he just kind of left, and, and this is after like he was kind of establishing himself pretty well. I had good good conversations with him, and then he just kind of left without really any reasoning, and then somebody else took over, and then that's when they started the 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 uh, female Galaxy team. Uh, and there, there's just something about it that always seemed like it was going to end up the same way as Team 33 did, which, mm. shout out if you don't know, apparently the, the owner of Team 33 is now caught in a massive fine from California. He was caught embezzling uh, old people's investment funds. So uh, to to then fund his wildest esports dreams and yeah. other things, amongst other things, Which, I guess I guess I should say. A little side note: as most people know, Team Thirty Three has not existed for a long time. But I gotta add that to the uh, Prakbix Perfect Podcast. A great topic to just dude. clickbait the next episode with. Yeah, so if you if you want to know more about that topic, dive into the next practice. Make perfect because those Sunday. boys will, mm-hmm. will bang it away. Tune in on Sunday for that one. Um, yeah, just to kind of continue to wrap up on this topic. I mean, the few times I have worked in in crossing with Galaxy Racer, um, this is long before they did, I would say, their expansion into um, signing a ton of players and more importantly, kind of picking up this new NA uh, forward-facing, you know, um, presence. It, I, I requested payment up front. We never really had too many issues. It wasn't the easiest handshake deals, but, you know, things worked out pretty well. But I always made sure I got paid from them. Like Panda said, there's always there's always those few orgs that move kind of quick and they're a little too nonchalant about not having certain things in place. And those are the ones you want to be careful with. So um, whenever, whenever it's a deal like that, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Here's the direct deposit. Go ahead and drop that that wire transfer <laughs> right there if you want to move so fast you know what i mean like let's let's go ahead and start start there um so i mean yeah i i've been paid there's no need for them to make me whole but it definitely sucks that you know they have a, a good amount of creators that could probably use the funds um just kicked off and, and being left out like yeah for, to dry yeah. so i got two questions for you one do you think this will affect queez or not queasy malabuka's ability as a i don't know if he's now a current citizen of serbia but he's definitely was a russian citizen at one point and likely or at least my knowledge of u.s law could be different but you need someone to support you in order to be away on a visa at least a business visa i don't know what a situation is so that's one and then my second question is he said he's going to get all these guys signed do you think anyone gets signed after this I don't think oh. I don't think he actively helps anyone get signed. Uh, <laughs> if a player gets signed, it's probably off of the uh, the strength that they are good at what they do and they deserve to be somewhere. I don't think it's gonna be because oh yeah, Jigsaw recommended you. Who's gonna trust them, dude? On a yeah. soul. Yeah. Look, no, number one, 
I do think there could be potential issues for Malibuka, but I also think it's long enough that if he made a, a full transition, I don't, I don't think he's going to report it. Yeah. If he doesn't have to, I, because remember the residency conversation came up when all the stuff happened right after major three. Right. And we talked about all the Russian players getting banned. Uh, and obviously he wasn't on that list. So he clearly did the right steps which leads me to believe that it's not just a temporary visa, right? I think this was a more permanent residency change, and and I think it's not going to fall back on him negatively. Especially, let's let's be honest. Financially, he is well set to take care of any kind of legal battles he needs with visas uh, off of one gamer's aid alone. <laughs> Yeah, well, it sounds like all these uh, stressed-out players need to just decompress with some Cafe Colazo. Hopefully, they find their uh, purchases in the mail very soon, <laughs> and it goes well for them. Um, guys, what a crazy week it's been. A lot to celebrate with Fortnite's new season. A lot of learning lessons, hopefully, to come out of um, the uh, yeah the incredible backlash that all landed on the shoulders of that one poor dev but mm. epic is listening they're hearing and things are changing and then as always you know you, you can't count out these orgs to do something just so questionable you just you just never know um and and this month's uh i mean we might just have to to, to create a segment at this point the trashiest org of the month is just going to go to galaxy <laughs> racer at this point like you know what i mean like we're just probably gonna pick one a month pin them up on the on the board and then and, and bash them all month for the four episodes we're gonna drop it, it might just have to become a thing uh <laughs> the trend continues y'all uh don't forget you can send all your complaints to me at the fortnite podcast at gmail.com i hope you have enjoyed this wonderful episode i'm gonna let the boys start to sign out and shout themselves out this week we'll start with sbg who's of course um edging his way towards the year-end comp awards and i'm sure he's got a lot to say about that so svg let the folks know about what's going on there and, and where they can find you man yeah definitely we're running the comp awards you can find them at comp awards fn on x uh we're also on tiktok too if you want to do that starting to post some videos of the nominees and things you can go vote on our website uh it's all over the twitter account if you want to go there just opened that up yesterday so make sure you get your vote in soon and you know shout out to prodigy analytics for helping make this way better than it's been in the past got to give them a huge shout because i could not do it without them yeah uh, prodigy analytics has done a fantastic job with the website which by the way i don't know if it's in your twitter bio yet but i think the last time i tried to go to your twitter bio it wasn't there and i had to scroll down to one of the threads so throw that bad boy in the twitter bio um panda where can uh, the folks find you this week and and you know follow along with your content yeah for sure listen i announced recently that i'm, I'm running a map series so make sure to follow me on twitter.com slash lifewpanda. I'm running a map series that is going to fund prizes, uh, prized events in 2024. So all the money I make directly will go right back into funding uh, live events for the community. And, and I want to, my goal is to host over $100,000 in prizing in 2024. So I need everyone's help tap into the map. The The map is located. It's pinned on my, my Twitter account. So make sure to Twitter slash X. So make sure to check that out. And of course, uh, I got another video coming out. Content's continuing to flow despite Monster telling me 
Uh, I'm not going to be consistent, but I'm back. <laughs> and Mousepad video. I did a mousepad review of all the, the best mousepads in Fortnite. That's coming out either this week or early next week. So stay tuned for that one. Amazing. Well, we'll continue to hold uh, Panda's feet to the fire so he can make videos. I got you guys covered. Uh, as Again, as always, hope y'all enjoyed this. You can find me at Monster DeFace across all social handles. Go pick up some coffee at Cafe Colazzo if you need production shows, administration. Uh, if you're into tournaments, scrimming is going crazy, by the way. Um, open scrims just hit half a million unique users traffic to our website pretty incredible stuff the discord is growing faster than ever um so if you, you're back into scrimming because og fortnite's dope again i don't know go check out openscrims.com uh so you get yourself placed inside one of these tournaments we're hosting but uh yeah until next time don't forget to dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales peace y'all